Now, is this the only project that you you're working on like this, or have you did a project like this in the past? I did something a little bit similar to this. About seven or eight years ago, I taught a public history course on Mount McGregor, which was a prison north of Saratoga that closed about a dozen years ago. And as part of this, what I did is I had students try and reconstruct the world of the prison. And in the public history class, we would have a semester-long project Mm -hmm. devoted to kind of a local story where students would go off and um, work with community stakeholders and really kind of reconstruct this story and get practical experience doing it. And we were fortunate enough to be part of a national exhibit devoted to mass incarceration, where member schools told and shared individual stories. So I had my students reconstruct the world of, of, of Mount McGregor. And as part of this, they interviewed people who had a connection to the prison. So it was people who worked in the prison, but it was also a lot of uh, formerly incarcerated people as well. So at the end of that project, my students did interviews. They had selected some quotations. And then the audio of these interviews became part of this traveling exhibit that is still traveling around the country today. Mm. So that is really what got me interested in the power of this kind of oral history. Uh, And that was a that was a great introduction to me and to the students about the kinds of great things that we can do with this type of work. Mm. What's the uh, target audience that you have for the project? I mean, are you looking to target particular audience in terms of these interviews? I'm really, you know, I want this to be open to anybody who cares about labor issues in Saratoga, anybody who cares about labor history. So, you know, scholars would be interested in this, but I think it's something that that just people in the community would be interested in as well. Um, I think that just working with labor organizers and working people in town to help them share their stories is something that's really of interest to a lot of different people. So it's it goes beyond this kind of academic world. I really want it to be a resource that anybody who cares about these kinds of topics can go to mm-hmm. and really learn something new and maybe start to ask questions that they want to pursue or may want they may want to share their own stories with me as well and we can add them. Mm-hmm. Now is there a let's say a timeline for completion of this project or will this project be an ongoing process? This is ongoing for as long as I offer the course. Um, I taught it for the first time in the fall of 2022. I'm teaching it again in the spring. And I really envision this as a project that's going to last five or ten years, where we build up uh, a really robust lineup of interviews, where what I'm going to have students doing eventually is writing short stories connected to local labor history. It, It really is a place where people can go to learn more about local unions and labor organizations. This is a kind of project I think that's going to just continue on, and I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I know I asked you about the resources, you know, what the school support you're getting from the school, but I do want to ask you, uh, how will this project kind of be aligned with, let's say, I know Skidmore have uh, their own goals and objectives. Uh, how will it be aligned with, with the college? I think it fits really well with the college in, in a couple different ways. Um, one of the thing that I've done, or a couple things I've done, as long as well as being a history professor, is that I'm the faculty director of civic engagement. Right. 
Um, and in that job, I work with staff and students and faculty members to figure out ways to really have connections between the college and the community. And I think this is a really neat example of the kind of work that Skidmore can do beyond the ivory towers. Um, in another way, it also fits with a new requirement at Skidmore. It's called the bridge experience. And we really felt as a faculty that we had to have our students thinking and talking more about issues of power and justice and identity in contemporary America. And that was a real motivation for the class, that I wanted students to wrestle with these kinds of issues as they were writing papers, as they were reading, as they were taking exams, but as they were viewing the world, uh, the larger world. So in those ways, I think it's, it's, it, it fits really well with the, the larger community engagement model we have, and also with this idea of getting students to think about and wrestle with these tougher issues in contemporary America. Now, uh, again, getting back to the resources and the support, what were some of the resources that you needed for this project or continue to need for this project, and do you have any concerns about it? Um, my, the, I think one of the biggest resources that was critical was the co-creation initiative and honestly working with you and Hudson Mohawk magazine, because you helped establish my connections with labor organizers all across the region. And that is just hugely significant. I'm kind of at a point now where I have some of these connections, right. but maintaining them is something that I think is really, really critically important. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the challenges is always making it very clear that this is not just a project for Skidmore, it's a project for everybody who's involved in it. So I'm always looking to get people interested. I'm more than happy to, to have people who want to share their stories uh, do that. And I think that's kind of just maintaining these connections is one of the biggest challenges. And um, it really does take a village to make this kind of project work. And, and maintaining that village is just critically important. Right. Okay. And uh, you also said that you uh, will, this will be a resource. Uh, you know, you kind of want to document these projects. Uh, I just want to know how would let's say uh, someone get access to this information yeah they can you, you can go and check the website out it's part of the saratoga uh, the skidmore saratoga memory project mm -hmm. we've got a link to the archive um right now anybody can can go on and look at it it's open to the public there are oral interviews already up um, there's six separate oral interviews with seven different people and you can just go on and click on it and you can listen to the oral interview. There are transcriptions that people can open up and download if they want to. So it's just a few clicks away, um, for people who are interested in, in really checking out the kind of work that, that my students have been doing. Right. Yeah. I think it's very good, you know, for future generations to get to know that information about what was the labor history in the area. What are your final expect expectations for this project? What I really hope is that it's going to become a place that people think of when they think of Saratoga labor history. That it's, what I want it to be is, is kind of a clearinghouse where people who might have questions about labor history stories in town think of to go to. 
Um, I'm hoping that people look at some of the interviews, listen to some of them, maybe reach out to some of the folks who are involved. I'm hoping that they come to me with any questions or suggestions or if they want to participate. Um, so ultimately, that would become my dream for this project, that it's something that lives on, that it's something that's there 20 or 30 years from now when I'm no longer at Skidmore that people can go back to and say, this is a great resource and maybe it can be a model for what we want to do or so we can build on the kind of work that we see here. All right. All right, Eric, just one more question, Eric. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to see about the project that I did not ask you? No, I think the one thing I would stress is that, again, if anybody is is interested in this, check the project out. And if, if, if folks have stories that they want to share, they should reach out to me at Skidmore. Uh, my email is there. They can find and track down my information at the History Department website. And uh, I'm happy to work with anybody who is really willing to share their stories. And I'm, I'm also happy to, to visit people and talk to organizations uh, if they have any questions about the work that we're doing. All right. All right, Eric. Uh, thank you uh, for that information. And that was Eric Moser, who's professor at Skidmore College in Saratoga Spring, New York, and also who's a uh, creator of the uh, MDOT Labor Project. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Willie. It's great to be with you.